Welcome to this episode of Pen to Paper Press Podcast. I'm Cindy Coaches. There's a backstory weaved into each written project we create. To explore the creative process, I'm sitting down with authors, writers, editors, publishers, and an array of creative souls to have a conversation centered on how they develop their stories to completing their works of art. Each episode is an opportunity for us to explore mindsets, pearls of wisdom, and the life experiences that began our journey as an author from the moment we put pen to paper. In episode 8, titled Aligning with Your Audience, I spoke with Crystal Cockerham. In a recent conversation, I asked her if she would like to record another conversation. Crystal is an international best-selling author, certified red tent facilitator, and spiritual mentor. She has a gift for empowering awakened and empathic women on their self-discovery journey and helping me out on figuring out my own stuff. (laughs) So, you know, Crystal, welcome. I am so, I am so glad to be doing this again with you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, and thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I want to I wanna go back to that recording that we did, well, it was over a year ago, over, I'd say a year and a half ago. It was number eight, and so it's been a while, <laughs> and I would love to explore how divine timing and how our creativity can take us on this wildly creative adventure because with eight seconds and no eight minutes and 25 seconds remaining in the recording you received a divine animal sign and we were talking about you doing retreats and you said something about um when I I said I I had I just took off my glasses I don't know if you just noticed but I saw blah 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 and then and then there was the herd of deer that went running past the end of my camper mm-hmm. which was a huge sign for both of us and which was really weird because of the fact that the deer never ran behind my camper they always went to the camper behind mine and so anyways and you um, you said something about, and why am I not doing them on my own? And we were talking about you doing uh, retreats with your with a partner and doing these collaborative events. And as far as I know, you haven't scheduled another um, or your own retreat, right? Well, it's it's funny that you say that because um, <laughs> you know the pandemic hit and just threw everybody for a loop, right? Um, Put so many things on hold, including the travel um, industry, the hospitality industry. And while, you know, I painstakingly, accommodated everything all of the regulations and um you know dotted the t's dotted the i's and crossed the t's um it just was not in the cards during that two-year period to have 
a destination retreat. So I had been sitting very firmly for the last month, um, tuning into, you know, I literally have um, three different retreats that I have been given, like titles, and this is what they're for, this is what you'll be doing. Um, And so I'm sitting firmly in the, okay, you gave them to me. (laughs) Um, when, where, (laughs) and, um, you know, a couple of things have come up, but they're, they just have not been, they have not been right. And so when you reached out for me today, that's also part of the aligning, right? Aligning yourself to receive them and then deliver the message that your audience needs needs to hear and what they're calling for right because it doesn't come from the headspace it comes from it it comes from a completely different space yes like the heart from divine it comes from whatever it is that you believe i know you did something else in addition to doing the retreats you partnered up with somebody else and you created your own jewelry line. And it's really interesting how creativity is something that it doesn't just follow one path that takes us down many different paths. Mm-hmm. By nature, you're a writer. You love to write. You're in different magazines you're writing blog posts your your written word is is around in different medias and then and then of course you've got your own book and it's so cool to watch you do your guided meditations to create your jewelry by the way which is very beautiful thank you <laughs> we are very of that that one came out of nowhere like literally out of nowhere um the the woman Allie Kaus who is an amazing amazing um holistic metalsmith and jewelry artist her and I were having a conversation because I was interviewing her for my feminine wisdom keeper spotlight and that was you know a series of lives that I did in my my Facebook group, Feminine Wisdom Keepers. And, you know, we had, we were just kind of preparing her for the interview and talking about it. And all of a sudden, I I swear, we both had like an idea in in a different way. And it was like, we need to create this. Um, And like the retreats, it's weird, because we both sat on it, we touched base a few times, but we both sat on it until it was time. And I think it was about a year and a half. And then it was like, okay, what are the next steps? This is happening. It's time now. Let's, let's, let's get it out there. And even right now, as we're recording this, we are just now beginning the launch phase for it to be out publicly worldwide. That's so wonderful. And I love how you allowed, I'm going to word it that way. You allowed the divine timing or, you know, the timing to present itself for you to be in a place where 
it felt good that, okay, I'm ready to do this. And she was also in a place that it's like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. And, and working together on it instead of pushing and pushing and forcing and, you know, we got to make this happen. Come on. I want this out by my birthday or I want it out by Christmas because what happens when we force, you know, mm -hmm. that creativity stops. Yeah. <laughs> up. It, it is very difficult. And I, so it's funny that you bring that up because we did not have a creative block around the jewelry line at all. Not even during that year and a half when we were on hiatus. Uh, there's something about the energetic tree between us that when we started speaking about it, we had no problem with the ideas coming. Um, and you know, what we were calling in for each individual piece, for the collection as a whole, for the women who were going to be, you know, purchasing and wearing it and um, all of that. Very, it, it was effortless. Um, but life has a way, like on both ends, of sometimes getting in your way. So it, it's allowing for the right timing to appear for it to unfold. You know, you, when you're planting a garden and you first plant those seeds, you can't force those, those first sprouts to appear. They're going to appear in their time given the proper conditions. And so we, we kept our intention and our desire and our want um, on the collection. And when we were both ready, it was just like, Hey, are you ready? You want to set something up? Yep. Give me a one month. I'm on a project I'm working on right now. Okay, let's do it. And boom, done. <laughs> <laughs> it is so awesome that, you know, that it just happens that way. And, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the podcast is the whole image of the podcast, I feel that there's a huge shift coming in how I'm helping writers. And, and actually what I feel is that it's going to go more into creativity as a whole. And so it's really interesting that we're, we're talking about, you know, jewelry versus books. Because <laughs> normally I would be asking you all sorts of questions about, you know, how are you doing with your book? And actually, are you writing another book? Um, I literally, um, last week, it was Friday. I think it was Friday. Could have been Thursday, but I think it was Friday. I, I actually found one mistake on the final, final proof, you know, that you say, oh, yeah, it's all good. Like, you only say it's not good if there's really, truly a mistake, right? <laughs> so we were we were at that point and like, this is good, except, <laughs> and I took a picture, and you know how you get that fancy little editing pen on your on your phones now that is so awesome. <laughs> um, and, and I circled it. I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> so yes, that will be coming out this fall. 
So it's the title if you want to share it. If you don't, that's fine. I get it, that. That's okay. It's Reclaiming Your Midlife Mojo. That Ooh. is the title of the book. And it's a collective work with myself and a few other fabulous female authors and entrepreneurs who are sharing their stories. Nice. I know that you enjoy doing those collaborative books. And how many have you done now? <laughs> I put you on the spot. I'm really sorry, Crystal. I know it's been a handful. <laughs> we'll just it, say. <laughs> I, I I think it, it's. I think we're up to like. I think we're on two hands. Nice. For sure. I, we're, for sure, we're on two hands. Um, <laughs> yes. And I do love them. I very much enjoy them. Each one is their very own special uh, container, their own personality, their own intention and messaging. We're talking because you were very patient when I said, yes, I just need to figure out what I want to talk about. You know, that, that one morning, I can't even remember what I was doing. But I was working on something creative and it was being aligned for everything to come through, to come in and then come out through me in a different way. Whether you're writing or doing some kind of artistry or you're you're creating in any way, there there comes a point where you you set judgment aside, right? You set aside what you think you know and you need to write about or create and you just let it flow through and that it, it's a very powerful moment because once you quite literally it's like picking yourself up like you pick a baby up out of pipe chair it's like picking yourself up and putting yourself on the other side or in a different room all together and you're just letting things flow through you and just letting them come out without filtering them, without judging. Oh, but wait, I need to tell them this. I need to. No, 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 no. That comes <laughs> after. Uh oh, we're frozen. I was just going to text you, like, wow, somebody really needs to hear that because we we broke the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sitting here like, right. Well, hi, Crystal. Um, you're frozen. <laughs> oh so i'm not sure when i froze for you it was where you were done saying um oh shoot now I, it was there now it just went away but it was basically you allowing yourself to write without the filter and just allowing those words to flow to let that creativity move through you without the judgment and not you know pausing to change how how it's written what the words are you're not self-correcting and exactly, just yes. channeling that that information through and, and allowing it to reside on the page that's not your wording it's whatever I just made up <laughs> and no I, you you're spot on with you know where I was headed for that because you know it, it's very important as soon as you start that self-correction that self-editing but wait I need to 
you're engaging a completely different part of your brain that's worse and where you're doing it for you instead of for your audience, right? Ooh, um, like yes. that doesn't that doesn't belong in that moment. That comes after you get it all the way out and you walk away from it and then you come back engaging your your knowledge and present day and saying what came through oh well this is different than what i thought it was and i like it or this is way different holy crap what am i do now i need a little bit more time with this right because i i've experienced it both ways and um i think for those of us of the generation where when we went through school everything was um pen and, and paper right because there there weren't computers mm -hmm. computer was something that you got for half an hour a week at school to play on trail <laughs> we'll see <laughs> or learn dos um it wasn't it wasn't a place that you did the writing no right and, and there's this conditioning that we have been given with this beautiful technology that affords us and and saves us so much time and ink and typewriter ribbon and all of that good stuff. <laughs> um, but it conditions us to try to make it perfect in an end product before we get our thoughts out. Ooh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So there, there are, I would say every single time, very rarely do I ever first go to the computer. I, I have, you know, clipboards, notebooks and paper. I keep journal even in my car because you just, once you start, Hey, once it comes in, you get it out. Um, and you know, sometimes it's a chunk. Sometimes it's the whole thing. Sometimes, sometimes they get like the outline of it, like bullet points of what needs to be spoken to. Um, but then, as soon as I start typing, I just, I just, I don't stop because when I stop, then I lose the flow, and I have to, you know, walk away. I need to go through, you know, my process, bring myself back into alignment so that I can finish that message. What I have found, in, and I shared it in the writer's circle that I, I host for a, a select group. Um, they were in one of my coaching programs. And so I just, we decided to keep it going, that we wanted to maintain, well, you know, celebrating each other and, and working and writing together. And mm. so during... I think it was the last writer's circle I was sharing that what I found lately is that when I'm on the computer, I, I'll be typing along and all of a sudden I'll think, oh, I got to change a page on this website. Oh, I need to update this for a client. Oh, I forgot to do that, you know, or, or, oh, that would be a great phrase for, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm pulling myself out of where I'm at and and off that page, and I'm I'm like mentally distracting myself with the woulda shoulda couldas, meaning I should be doing something else or 
I, I, it would be good for me to do this now instead of that. And when I find that I write the good stuff, I'm going to word it that way. I have found that when I write the good stuff is in the morning and it is with the physical pen, with the physical notebook. And some mornings it's after I poured a cup co or coffee. I don't drink coffee when I poured a mug of tea um, and I'm still in bed or before or after, you know, I'm typically still in bed and I'm writing. Mm -hmm. And that is when the, the content just rolls for me. And, and I know a lot of that is because I haven't, one, turned on the distraction tools, my cell phone. You know, I haven't looked at that yet. I'm not looking at my computer. I'm not, my brain is not distracted with wh where do I need to be? What do I need to be doing? Oh, you should be doing this instead. Because yeah. before seven o'clock in the morning, uh-uh. <laughs> my time is my time. <laughs> this crowd doesn't get up and do stuff for others before seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, when I do, when I am in that process of the computer, um, I literally mute the speaker on my, on my laptop mm -hmm. and I will put um, my phone on do not disturb. And I even put like I have a little sound machine that I play in the hallway right outside my door. And I put that on because everybody who lives with me knows that when that's on, I'm doing something like this, you know, okay. a conversation and I'm recording or I'm with the client or I'm writing. And that is if you're not dying, if I don't need to call 911, you're not bleeding to death. Nothing's broken. <laughs> nobody else has died. You stay away from the door. And you're quiet <laughs> in the house. Um, you know, that's kind of like that, that signal, like, mm -mm, nope, you're out. You know, you stay out. Um, and, and that's how <clears throat> it helps me to, to not, I'm, I'm a tab collector, right? I have way too many tabs open on my computer at any given moment. But when I'm in that mode, none of those matter. Um, I'm really good with on my phone, even if I had forgotten to put that on do not disturb. I don't get alerts or sounds when I get a text message or a messenger or even if somebody's calling me, um, it's on vibrate. So, you know, I might hear that, but I'll send it straight to voicemail if I forgot. Um, so I do everything that I can for those technological distractions to be right out, out the window, so to speak. They're not in my space because that that's a laser focus. It's, it's part of my purpose. It's part of, you know, my mission of helping others really stand in their truth and, and claim their sovereignty. And my writing does that. So when I'm in that that mode, just like when I'm with a client, whether it's virtual or in person, nothing else exists. So that whatever needs to come through 
and can. That brings up an interesting point because you're, you have this ability to not only tell the outside world, yep, I'm writing, I'm in creative space, I'm, I'm taking care of this task, but you yourself have said, all right, self, we got this task, we're going to focus on it, and don't you be going off on this, and, and yes, I have seen... <laughs> screen shares of your all your little tabs going across <laughs> I won't tell anybody <laughs> but anyways so that brings me to wanting to ask you how did you get to that stage because I know that this didn't just happen overnight I mean are you is this something that comes easy for you or is this something that you're still working on to maintain that yep uh nope we're gonna hold off on that take a note whatever you know take a number <laughs> um it it's it's really both and so it, it did take me a little bit to get there because you know hello Re recovered perfectionist, um, multitasker, Wonder Woman, uh, <laughs> mom of three, and all had all kinds of activities that they were doing. I seriously don't know how the heck I did stuff, but somehow I did, and I managed to do a lot. Um, however, when I really started doing my work, I really discovered where I was needing boundaries for myself and for others. Okay. Right. So, so boundaries are a big one, especially if you don't live alone. Boundaries are a huge one. Um, and, and then as far as like the gifts of being able to just let things flow through, um, yeah, I had to learn that in different ways. And each project is different. It has its own type of energy. And um, at any time I find myself getting frustrated, I'm like, uh-uh, nope, that's the wrong part of it, right? The brain self is, is engaging. I'm like, no, I can't resist this. Because sometimes I literally physically need to like grab my laptop, take it to a high spot. I have to be standing to do it. Or I have to do short spurts and I need to like go up and down because what's coming through is, is like so high and so, so big in the way that it's coming through that um, there's a couple different things happening. So when I do do some of the collaborations like I do with Inspired Living Publishing, those are personal stories. Oh, yes. Of, yeah. of, of mine, of me. So it's it's me digging deep into my history, right? To pull forward what needs to be said for for the me now, but for all of those other women also who need to hear it so they can pull themselves out of it too. And in that process, it's amazing the insight that you get 
um, where it really deepens you more so into that healing. Um, and it really expands in such a different way that physically, for me, I need to get up and move. So when I sense that that's happening with certain things, that's the perfect time for Crystal to do laundry. That's the perfect time for Crystal to walk the three blocks it is to go to the mailbox and then walk back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Clear that. Clear that away because I had to bring that up again, right? Um, so there's that. And then there's different writings where, um, yes, I'm I'm sharing experiences, but it's more... It's more of a teaching um, standpoint, like the radical self-love book I did. Um, and the piece in there was Be a Fear Rebel. And uh, Lori had asked me to write a piece on, like, the chapter she assigned me was about comfort zone. I'm like, okay. Wow, did that come out. Like, it's just like... <laughs> flooded out once that gate opened there was I didn't need to do the laundry I didn't need to go up and down the stairs I didn't have to go to the mailbox and back um because it, it came from you know that that teacher in me and um so you know each piece has its different energy and its different personality and so the alignment is somewhat different so um you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone and writing a teaching piece with some simple exercises to take yourself through to help you get out of your comfort zone didn't require me to dig deep into something in my past that deeply needed to be healed because, I mean, it was just one of those things that threw me off course, right? right. Um, so for me, you know, I teach people how to create sacred space for themselves and for others and make that part of their daily practice where they're giving themselves the audience that they need so that they can align with, you know, the highest version of themselves, which, you know, I oftentimes refer to as your, your inner goddess, um, but also it's known as your spirit self right? Mm -hmm. And to align with the divine so that you can bring through what you need for you. Right. And, you know, that does come from developing a practice that you are consistent with so that you can learn your patterns in what works for you and you can implement them. Because what works for one person may not for the next and same with the projects what may work for one project may not for the next uh, you know it's it, it's like this one book project that i'm working on that if i'm on the computer i'm in everything else and and it's like a, a distraction tactic and mm. which of course drives me crazy but but by me connecting with that book through pen and paper I'm probably digging out more of a I don't want to say an aligned piece but something that comes 
on a deeper level. And, and actually it has many more, uh, there's good English. <laughs> it has, it has more metaphors in it. And, and which of course, metaphors just allow us to interpret our own meaning versus you know, this is how it is, or this is what I want you to believe, or this is what I want you to see. Metaphors allow your own imagination to run with the content and decipher it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And anyways, on other book projects or other written projects, I don't have necessarily that issue, but this one particular one, it's like, oh, I need to be, I need to update the whatever on pen to paper press website. And, oh, you know, I haven't been on Elements for a Healthier Life in a while. And I really need to update the plugins. And, and then, it's, oh, you know, this client, you know, I had my plugins update. Oh, you know, I should dig into so-and-so's website and update those plugins because I'm sure she's got it too. And, um, you know, it has the same updates that need to be tended to. And so I rabbit hole down these different things to delay myself and pull myself out of it. So I find it interesting uh, that I'm not staying in that alignment or I'm not staying, you know, focused on, on that particular task. And so, yeah, it's, it is <laughs> strangely bizarre, I guess. But yeah, well, because it sounds like what you're doing is you're putting together a process of your what you have trialed and errored. Oh God, yeah. And and things that have worked for you and things that don't work for you because they're going to work for those people who are going to be taking your course, right? Well, see, and it's you know it, it's a book on uh, way back when. I became a health coach. I got certified as a health coach and I found immediately that coaching wasn't my gig. It really wasn't. I say that now respectfully. And a couple of months afterwards, that's when I started the Elements for a Healthier Life digital magazine. And I did that for, I produced 15 issues. And life events happened and, and it got tabled. And then I realized I just couldn't keep going with that project. And then other life events happened. But I, I always have had this knowing deep inside. And, and it comes through life experiences, things that I've witnessed, so on and so forth, that everything is connected. How we eat, what we eat affects our mental, our physical, how our spiritual beliefs are. That affects how we eat, how we, you know, our relationships, it affects our workplace, our relationships, our workplace, those can be intertwined, but yet they're two very separate things. And how how they interact because of the fact that in many cases our relationships come from our workplace. How many friends do you have that came from a place that you worked? 
You know, it's the greatest place to meet people and form friendships. So, but everything is connected. And so that's the book that I'm working on. One of the books that I'm I'm working on. And that's the book, you know, you pegged it right on, on the head that that's the one that I'm using life experiences and I'm using those different things. And maybe I just, when I'm writing it, maybe I'm not wanting to dig that deep into it because maybe I'm not through it yet. And I have, or maybe I've got a little bit of that impossible, a little bit, (laughs) silly girl. I have a lot of that imposter syndrome. I'll word it that way. I have a lot of that imposter syndrome that says, who are you to share this? Yeah, blah, 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 talk to the hand. And who's going to listen to me? So then, you know, in one podcast, and I can't remember who it was with, Oh, it was the spring. We were we were talking about imposter syndrome and and they called me out on you uh you teach what you need to learn. And so it was kind of like, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> and so imposter syndrome is something that I have been looking at and it's like, okay, well who am I not to share this? Exactly. I, I've had these experiences and I know that, you know, this can help somebody else to understand that, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. Well, okay, I can adjust my sails and not go down that, you know, traverse that same path. It is through story, we share our story. We share life experiences and we're sharing that wisdom that we have gained, like you said, through trial and error, that, you know, stumble, face plant, stand back up, dust yourself off and like, okay, I got this. Let's try it again. Or you're like, yep, been there, done that. I really don't need to try that one again. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. How can I handle this one different? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And and for somebody who keeps saying that I'm not a coach, I'm not a coach, I'm finding myself in that position of being a coach and guiding people on whatever it is that they're working on. And and what I'm finding is the relationship between relationship, workplace, spirituality, what we eat, and physical movement, body movement, how, you know, I knew they were all connected, but I'm really finding how on a much deeper level, and I I guess I'm not using, you know, the correct wording on it. Those words are evasive right now. But how it's all intertwined because if you're in a crappy mood because you ate a whole box of whatever candy bars so you ate a whole bunch of sugar and you get that high and then you drop down and then you didn't have enough sleep the night before because you were thinking about something that happened at work and oh 
I got to deal with so-and-so in the family about such and such. You know, all of that stuff, it all connects. So then at what point do you, like, come back into alignment with self and say, whoa, wait, wait, stop. How do I want to be? And it's really interesting because I was on a I was on a call earlier today, and that was the topic was opportunity and picking yourself up. It's really interesting now because that I was the person who shared, you know, how do how do I pick myself up? Yeah, you you face plant, you you know, you fall down, you stumble, and you know, if you're like me and a nurturer. You are. I know you are. You're busy taking care of everybody else. And who's the last one you take care of? Yourself. And but when you start asking, what do I want? That is when we start to feel those tremors of earthquakes within going, whoa, whoa, what? What? You ask me? You ask me, what do I want? Well, and what do I need? And what do I need? Yes. You know, it's it's very important because when once you learn to make to fulfill your needs, right? To fill your cup, you're so much more available. Yes. For yourself and for others in such a bigger bolder and (laughs) more beautiful way because you're not coming from the oh I need to do this I need to do this I have to do this blah 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 no it's hey I can do that I'm going to do that let's do this right because you already everything that you need so you have it to to give right so then as because I've blabbered on long enough (laughs) go figure um how do you come into your own alignment how do you stop the chaos on the outside world and say you know crystal needs some crystal time how do you how do you kind of turn it back in and and take care of self it's different at different times for me as I'm sure that it is for everyone listening, yeah, right? Right. Um, on a daily basis, I need quiet time in the morning. I am not one of those people to wake up and be clear-minded and focused and ready to answer 50 questions. Not even five, not even one. Like, just let me be. Until I gain my bearings, like I'm awake, I need a little bit of time. Um, And even though there are days where I require more quiet time throughout the day than others, I definitely need that quiet time in the morning. Um, That's where I am really the most clear so that I can get what I need to get and 
center myself, right? With that alignment. Um, and, and the more that you practice and discover what it is that you need routinely and give it to yourself, then it's easier to find and discover what those things are that you need in those other moments where f- things feel like they're too much, right? It, it's not necessarily going to be your routine actions. It's going to be your routine actions in a setting. So um, I I do this do this an online program. It's called the Intuitive Connection Circle. Okay. And in in that program, we we focus a lot on your daily practice and changing it. Right, finding the different exercises that help you to tune in, to connect, and to align. And so part of that is, okay, if you're, if you're someone who works outside of the home, then you might need to get up and physically go for a walk outside for 10 minutes to find that clarity, to step away from the, this is too much. I need Mm -hmm. my time. Right. And I'm talking like a coffee break, you know, where, okay, you might have your phone on you, but you're not connecting to the world you're connecting to yourself and in that process of 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 walking you're literally stepping out of the freneticness okay um for me as as an empath and this is how i describe it most when i do energy work with people who've never experienced it before because it's something that most people can't see, right? So they're like, how can I grasp onto this thing that I don't understand, right? That I can't see. And it's the, um, it's the, you know, the old televisions where you had the TV antenna, pre-cable people, pre-cable. Okay. The signal isn't coming in so clear because you have all of these other stuff trying to come in. Right. right. Think of how fuzzy that screen was. I mean, your energy gets. So, of course, it's going to interfere with with your your mind and how clear and focused you can be. Um, so in that walking and really just walking out of that scenario and just unplugging from everything for, you know, five, ten minutes, I'm not saying be rude and walk through people and barrel them over, you know, but you can, you know, walk into the next building or walk through the building and still smile and acknowledge that other humans exist in the world with you as you are really focused on, you know, getting that clear signal for yourself. Right. So that's one of those things that, that um, you can do. Um, essential oils are beautiful. They're beautiful. And I use them frequently, right? Your sense of smell is big. And um, hydrating yourself, just taking those little tiny moments for yourself to really just clear. And asking, what do I need? Throughout the day, yeah. Yeah, and asking, what do I need? What do I want? Yep. 
and and asking it you know at yourself for yourself versus what does the world need from me yeah no it's what do i need right now in this moment maybe you need a smoothie or a cup of coffee or fresh water bottle or you want to store and get that salad because leftovers from last night is not what you need right now <laughs> right? It can, it, anything anything like that you know those, those things help you know they take you out of the situation and they really just help reset you yes agreed agreed i just shifting the energy like you said the the energy of of the circumstances makes a huge difference just uh it helps us to get out of our head mm -hmm. and it helps us to you know maybe align to the priority better so we've kind of not really talked about books at all <laughs> We talked about books, but yeah, I think most importantly is it's really taking care of yourself and managing um, managing your energies at you know um, and you you had spoken to it. You call it the imposter syndrome. I refer to it as as self-talk, right? The self-talk of the faithful general. The faithful general's job is to protect you from everything that is not known, whether it's the best thing in the world for you or it's really going to do you harm. It doesn't know, it just knows that it's not the same, right? So it's going to rear up when you're doing those big things. And, and that's when it, you just like pick that up and say, no, you're my faithful general. You serve me, I don't serve you. There you go, you're over there. See you later and do your thing. <laughs> Right? right, we all have it. Oh, we, we all have it. I mean, he's there to protect us um, in those points where we need that protection from, you know, pain, trauma, and um, whatever, whatever is happening at that moment where we emotionally and physically cannot process what's happening in that moment. So, you know, that little voice comes to keep you from feeling the pain and the hurt right again or to from putting you through those moments or like moments again so even if you know that book that you're writing you're going into hurtful times that took you away from your path right right you know, where, where life happens um and it's there's still pain there Yes, I know there's still pain there, and I can do this thing, right? right? Like, I've got this. So, you know, in any creative, whether it's this, a podcast, or um, a meditation, or writing an article, or writing a chapter for a book, or writing a book, is really taking yourself out of the way and aligning with the birth of what you're creating so that it can come through 
I like that aligning with the birth of what you're creating because it takes us out of it as such it takes thought out of it it's connecting with that flow when when the words just come and there's there's no hesitation there's no staring at the blank page wanting to throw the you know typewriter computer whatever keyboard out the window going i hate you and you know, you out the window. and you know it's um the whole creative process fascinates me on why it's available to us certain times and not available to us at other times and it, truly it does come to when are you in alignment with yourself it's not being in alignment with what somebody wants from you because if you put that pressure on that i've got to write this for tom dick or harry or Susie, sally whoever you know if you if you put that on there, then you're putting this pressure on yourself from an outside source. And it's not only your inner critic that starts beating you up, but it's the that other critic that we have inside that says, so-and-so thinks that you're not going to get this done. So-and-so thinks this is going to be a piece of crap. You know, so you get not only your own impost, you know, your own inner critic, but the imaginated inner critic that you add in addition. So then you got both of them telling you, this is going to suck. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Say this. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's also knowing your energy, too. It's recognizing yeah. when it's time to be creative and in that flow and when it's time to move. Yes, because there are, right. there are people who write better in the afternoon or in the evening. Mm -hmm. in, in the afternoon, I know. Come 3.30, my, my brain is like, mm, nope, I'm ready, for, I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, that creativity is not going to be forthcoming. I'm right it's more like the shorter tasks or whatever that yeah. in and of itself is an alignment too yeah knowing right? when you're when you're when you're creative knowing your own rhythm of of when things work the best so anyways is there so is there anything that i didn't bring up you didn't bring up that you wanted brought up <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel like we, we had a really good in-depth um, discussion about all of those things that can keep us from our alignment and, you know, finding what works for you. And, and again, don't judge it. Don't filter it. It's okay if it's not the same as it was yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all different. So... Yeah, I I feel complete. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I feel complete. <laughs> that is awesome. So where can people find you on the internet? 
So to learn more about me, um, and all of my books are listed there as well under media is my website, crystalcockerham.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Wisdom Awakens. On Facebook, if you go into the Facebook search, you can uh, type in Crystal Cockerham and my business page will pop up. Crystal Cockerham, uh, retreat leader, spiritual mentor, author. Uh, so yeah, connect with me. I'd love to hear um, your thoughts and how you stay in alignment with your message. It is highly recommended to check out that page. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you'll see me yeah. there. <laughs> thank you. Well, Crystal, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on Pen to Paper Press podcast. Thank you. Before we end our time together, I'd like to say thank you for listening to my conversation with Crystal Cockerham. To access her website and learn more about the products and services she offers, visit pentopaperpress.com backslash podcast and select the show notes page for this episode. There's a good chance someone you know needs to hear this episode. Help spread the wisdom, share it on social media, and you never know who else needs to hear the messages that were weaved into our conversation. To receive future episodes in your inbox, subscribe to the Pen to Paper Press newsletter and follow the Pen to Paper Press podcast on your favorite application. Take care and until next time, keep your pen to paper and write. Your words have power. Your story matters. Bye for now.